Hey, it's Jeffrey Craner, and I want to tell you, Welcome to Night Vale is on the road this winter and spring of 2024, and it's our newest live show called The Attic. So Cecil discovers slides from an old family road trip, which at first seems fun and joyful, but begin to change into something strange and dangerous. The show tells a tale of childhood memories warping through the lens of a cursed slide projection, a shape-shifting creepy doll, and of course, the totally normal dispatches from Nightville's community radio station. The show stars Cecil Baldwin, Symphony Sanders, me, and Disparition with original music performed live. We'll also have a musical guest with us for all shows because what is Nightville without its weather. We'll be in Europe in early March, Antwerp on the 2nd, Utrecht on March 3rd, Cologne on the 4th, Frankfurt and Berlin on the 6th and 7th of March, then London, Glasgow and Bristol March 9th, 10th and 11th, March 13th in Leeds, the 14th we're in Manchester, and finishing up on March 16th in Dublin. But if you're in the U.S. or Canada, come see our final shows of The Attic in April. We'll be in Toronto on April 1st, and St. Louis on the 3rd, Louisville on April 4th, Columbus April 5th, Pittsburgh April 6th, and April 7th we're in Jersey City, and we'll close out that tour on April 8th in Northampton, Mass. If you've not seen our live shows before, they're super fun. They're entirely original stories, never heard before on the podcast, and you don't need to be caught up on Night Vale at all. You don't even need to know what Night Vale is, so, I mean, you could bring your weird friend who doesn't listen to podcasts. They'll still have so much fun. Get dates, locations, and tickets for all of our remaining live shows of The Attic at welcometonightvale.com. Click on Live Shows. Go there now. While you're listening, you can multitask. welcometonightvale.com. Click on Live Shows. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Now is your chance. Well, that was it. It's over. Did you do it? Have you achieved what you wanted? No. Ah, well. Welcome to Night Vale. Former Mayor Pamela Winchell called an emergency press conference today to announce that she is enjoying her retirement immensely, and she could not be happier to no longer be mayor. More happiness is not possible, she wailed. Happiness is a fool's daydream. She was then reminded by reporters that she is no longer mayor and so shouldn't be calling emergency press conferences, especially when there is none of the usual emergencies happening, like seeing an interesting butterfly, eating a very good sandwich, or being disappointed that it is two o'clock already. 
I sought a statement from current mayor, Dana Cardinal, who is, of course, a former intern and dear friend of mine. I found her at the end of a dark hallway, draped with rotting black cloth and thick with cobwebs, where she was sitting on the mayoral throne and contemplating her hands. I thought it would be different than this, she said, but it's exactly what it is. I asked her specifically her thoughts on former mayor Pamela Winchell continuing to call emergency press conferences. Oh, Mayor Dana said, and then again, oh, and then, she can do that if she wants. I'm too busy these days to do press conferences anyway. Tell you what, and then she did tell me what, which is that she is naming Pamela Winchell the official Night Vale Director of Emergency Press Conferences. When informed of this news, Pamela made a swiping, dismissive gesture with her hands, saying, I don't need her permission. I'll call them if I want. Anyway, I'm retired. She was crying. She smiled and she cried. I'm retired, she continued. But that's very, very nice of her. What a wonderful woman. I'm going to call an emergency press conference to let people know what a wonderful woman the new mayor is, she concluded. And now a word from our sponsors. Today's sponsor is the concept of itching. Listeners, are you looking for an action that will pass the time but also is mildly irritating? Searching for a way to have your body express reaction to material it is allergic to? Want to express confusion in the most stereotypical manner possible? I am just thrilled to be here on behalf of itching. Itching has been with humans as long as there has been humans. Longer than that, even. Why, beings have been having to scratch themselves almost as long as they've been being. It can be fun. It mostly won't be. But if it's your thing... Or, if it's in a spot that's easy to reach, then it can sort of be fun. I'm not saying it will definitely be fun. It probably won't be. The Concept of Itching For a free sample, just think about it. Oh, there you go. See, you're experiencing it right now. This has been a word from our sponsors. Pamela Winchell called an emergency press conference to announce that while she thanks the current mayor for her generous offer, after some thought and discussion with a couple of helpful advisors, she simply is too busy being retired to accept. I'm just too busy fishing, she said, wildly waving a fishing rod around, slapping it on her podium, and narrowly avoiding catching several reporters with the absurdly oversized hook 
as they ducked and scrambled out of reach. See? She continued. I'm fishing right now. This is what fishing looks like. I'm pretty sure, she continued, cracking the thick leather fishing line like in that popular and heartwarming series of adventure movies about a wise-cracking archaeologist who comically destroys countless important artifacts under the hilarious misapprehension that they belong in his museum rather than in the religious sites of the cultures that made them. As the reporters ran from her dangerous, flailing fishing line, she shouted, This concludes my emergency press conference about my complete retirement from emergency press conferences. Please assemble again in three hours for an emergency press conference that will update you on my retirement status. She then took hold of a rope, dangling from the hastily painted blue backdrop that we all assume is the sky, and was lifted up through a door, shaking the flimsy particle board known as the sky as she went. In other news, Strexcorp Sinernists, Inc., a company which until recently had something of an outsized effect on our town, is now under the control of beings who call themselves angels, and who do not legally exist. The existence of the company itself is therefore something of a moral-slash-ethical question, the kind that philosophers consider in their secret black-market philosophy meetings. Despite all the difficulties in discussing its very concept, Strex and its new owners have gone about making what they say are constructive repairs to a town damaged by its recent battle with a force that seemed, but was not, greater than our own. For instance, they gave Teddy Williams of the Desert Flower Bowling Alley and Arcade Fun Complex the funds to hire contractors to renovate his building and cover over Lane 5 with asphalt, thus trapping the tiny civilization beneath it that is still declaring war on us. A so-called angel said in a statement, I have donated a coffee table made of human bones to charity and will use the money I save on taxes to invest in the Desert Flower Bowling Alley and Arcade Fun Complex because angels, if we were real, would certainly love to bowl. Or whatever, the creature added. Meanwhile, I've been getting regular calls and Snapchats from Carlos. You know, my hero scientist boyfriend. From the desert otherworld he is very temporarily trapped in. He'll be back super soon. He says that he found a cactus. Only it's not a cactus. Only it is. He says it's difficult to explain and that he really wants to explain it. That is what he is for, he said to explain a world that defies explanation. 
He sent me a photo of the cactus, but it only appeared on my phone as an error box that said, Even if you could, you would wish you hadn't. Well, it sounds like he's having fun out there. That's... that's good. Pamela Winchell called another emergency press conference to show just how well she's doing without the need to call emergency press conferences. Retirement is great, she said. I've taken up bird watching. She then showed off this new hobby, in the process demonstrating a deep misunderstanding of both the concept of birds and the concept of watching. The resulting fire wiped out the podium and, indeed, the entire press conference gazebo, sending both Pamela and the attending reporters fleeing in every direction. See how wonderful being retired is? She shouted behind her as she sprinted away, smoke-fueled tears streaming from her sunken eyes. I love being retired. It's the best! She concluded, as the fire spread to several nearby structures, despite the earnest lectures and head-shaking from Nightvale's brigade of brave fire disapprovers. Oh, listeners, I finally got a chance to eat at Tourniquet, Nightvale's hottest new culinary night spot. I mean, I didn't get to eat their food or sit at any of their tables. Reservations are still just too hard to get. But I did make a PB&J at home and eat it quickly in their front waiting area as the mater d' glared at me implacably, as he does to everyone, due to the fact that he is a large idol carved from volcanic rock. But, despite the less-than-ideal visit to the restaurant, it did give me a chance to say hello again to Earl Harlan. Now, it was a big surprise for me, my childhood best friend, Earl Harlan, working at this restaurant after being dragged away by mute, interdimensional children, not to be heard from again for a year and a half. It was a big surprise for me, obviously, because I had no idea he had any interest in cooking, let alone the skills to be a sous chef. Well, I invited him to come on the show sometime and give all of us a few cooking tips. I don't know if he'll take me up on it, but we might be lucky enough to get a peek into the mystical, nearly forgotten art that is cooking. Won't that be dangerous? And probably illegal. Despite pleas from local, regional, national, International and interstellar authorities, Pamela Winchell has continued to give emergency press conferences to publicize her deep enjoyment of retirement, and to decline the new mayor's standing job offer to give emergency press conferences. Her press conference about tropical fish care 
resulted in a deadly flash flood that swept through Old Town Nightvale, washing away everyone's piles of cool stones they had found. Her demonstration of coin collecting crashed several world economies, in the process breaking a ten-year peace treaty that had ended the previous Blood Space War, and her demonstration of mass poisoning unfortunately went without a hitch. Even as her press conferences have become much more fatal than usual, she has increased their frequency considerably, sometimes having two press conferences so close together that they actually occur simultaneously. Pamela speaking in a rapid back and forth to two different groups of reporters, as she shows two different cataclysmic methods of retirement she has recently been taught by her mysterious team of advisors. More on this story as Pamela continues to create it. And now, some life hacks that will allow you to parse and reprogram the code of life, thus changing the very fabric of your being in a clumsy and likely horrifying fashion. Also, a handy way of organizing your entire existence through a complex system of binder clips and toilet paper rolls. Let's get started. Life hack one is... Oh, um, listeners, intern Maureen is waving to me frantically from the control room. Well, more frantically than she does at all times about the general terrifying nature of life. And she's mouthing something... Flannel Fisher? Animals Whiz Beer? Oh. Oh. No. She's mouthing, Pamela is here. Listeners, it seems that Pamela Winchell, her press conference gazebo burned down, has chosen the steps of the community radio station as the site of her next retirement demonstration. Given the effect of her previous demonstrations, this could spell doom for our little station and our little lives. I must, I must try to talk to her. I will, listeners, I will make her listen. And while I make her listen, I will also make you listen to the weather. Now, Pamela, Pamela, stop. Here island again there at neon lake motel the bird well to keep away the waking hours i'll go there every night just to feel safe all the time i will wait for dark to shake
have returned, as we always do, all of us. Unless we don't, as we sometimes don't, all of us. Many people who have had Night Vale Community Radio mean something in their lives rushed to the front steps of the building to save this vital part of our little town. The crowd held most of the population of our beloved Berg. In this modern age of media, there is, of course, no medium so close to the common heart as community radio. Leading the crowd was Mayor Dana, who pressed Ms. Winchell further to accept her offer of the official position. But Pamela was unswayed. She, in fact, was standing rigidly, her eyes rolled to the whites, her fingers splayed, booming, Retirement! Retirement! in a voice that was not her own. A great wind gusted up from around her body, whirling through the crowd and sweeping intern Maureen away into the distance. To the family and friends of intern Maureen, etc. Anyway, Pamela, we cried, unified under threat, just as we are often at odds through peace. Pamela, do not retire. We need you, we cried. Specifically, we need you to stop demonstrating your retirement. Stop doing that right away, we said in unison and in fear. 
but Pamela would not hear us. We had given up all hope and were casting about for other things to give up, dreams, aspirations, and then, digging further, anticipated muscle pains, pre-grief for loss that hadn't happened yet, post-grief for losses long ago, and further still until we were ready to give up that shifting, shivery spark that is our human heart itself. But then, but then, well, I don't remember what happened next. There seems to be just a gap in my memory, much longer and deeper than the usual gaps that we all develop in our memories to protect us from forbidden information we might have heard or hooded figures we might have accidentally brushed against in the dark of our rooms just before we turn on the lights. But fortunately, being a reporter, I had my little reporter's book of big boy note-taking, just like I've had since I was five years old and the prophecies were first revealed that I was destined to be the voice of our little community. I always make notes in this book, even if I'm not aware of it. See, just now I wrote down, said, always makes notes in this book, even if I'm not aware of it. Wow, very accurate, and I'm not even holding a pen. Anyway, I can just consult my notes and see how this situation was solved. Um, okay. It appears here that a man in a tan jacket holding a deerskin suitcase approached Pamela's podium. Fear not, he said, perhaps a tad melodramatically. I can relate to what she's going through, he continued. I think I can talk her through this. You look very familiar, we all shouted back, still in unison. But I don't believe we've ever met you before. Who are you? But the man in the tan jacket was already skittering, spider-like, up to Pamela and whispering into her ear. No one could hear what he said, according to my notes but Pamela seemed to immediately respond to his voice, stopping the mass destruction of her retirement activities and listening intently, occasionally nodding and saying, Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And then, miracle of miracles, she stepped away from the podium. Mayor Cardinal, she said, I would be happy to accept the role of Director of Emergency Press Conferences. Thank you, and I am no longer retired. She then asked everyone to meet her tomorrow at 7 a.m. sharp in the newly rebuilt press conference gazebo for her first official emergency press conference in that role. As for the mysterious man, he of the tan jacket and deerskin suitcase, he turned to the audience and started a lecture about the place he is from, frequently naming it 
and even pointing to it on a map. But anytime the name of the place should appear in my notes, the writing has been violently scratched out to the point of tearing through the paper. And then, just blank pages until a few minutes ago when my notes resume. So, that's what happened. Or at least according to my notes. It's entirely possible that during that memory gap, I decided to use my notebook to try out a first foray into realistic fiction, and that something else entirely happened. Who knows which fictional version of the fictional past is true. And so, listeners, now that we are safe, let us take a moment of deep sympathy for Pamela Winchell. One of the great fears, among a life of great fears, perhaps the last great fear, is the fear of being no longer useful. We find a role in life, and we do that role to the best of our ability for as long as that ability is there. But all of us, even me, dear listeners, will someday hit a point where we no longer are able to do that thing that we define ourselves by doing. And more than the fear of injury, more than the fear of death, this is the fear that looms. The loss of self. The self that is the self we imagined we were our whole lives. But we were never that self. Not really. We were only a series of selves, living one role and then leaving it for another, and all the time convincing ourselves that there was no change, that we were always the same person living the same life. One arc to a finish, not the stutter-stop improvisation that is our actual lives. Worry less about the person you once were, or the person you dream you someday will be. Worry about the person you are now. Or don't even worry. Just be that person. Be the best version of that person you can be. Be a better version than any of the other versions in any of the many parallel universes. Check regularly online to see the rankings. Pamela Winchell was mayor, and now she is not. But that does not mean she is not anything. She is still Pamela. She is still a human being. And now... She is also the director of emergency press conferences. We look forward to the Pamela that is, and whatever Pamela will come after. Stay tuned next for a world so possible that its very possibility feels constricting. And of course, good night, Night Vale. Good night.
Welcome to Night Vale is a production of Commonplace Books. It is written by Joseph Fink and Jeffrey Craner, and produced by Joseph Fink. The voice of Night Vale is Cecil Baldwin. Original music by Disparition. All of it can be found at disparition.info or at disparition.bandcamp.com. This episode's weather is Here I Land by Nicholas Stevenson. Find out more at nicholasstevenson.co.uk. Comments, questions, email us at nightvale at commonplacebooks.com or follow us on Twitter at Nightvale Radio. Check out welcometonightvale.com for more information on this show as well as all sorts of cool Nightvale stuff you can own. And while you're there, consider clicking the donate link. That'd be cool of you. Today's proverb. Most people think pit bulls are dangerous dogs, but biologically speaking, most pit bulls are just three Shih Tzus wearing a trench coat. Hi, I'm Jeffrey Craner, and I wanted to tell you about one of my other podcasts, Random Number Generator Horror Podcast Number 9. So the thing is, my friend Cecil Baldwin, the voice of Night Vale, loves horror movies, and he's helping make the genre more approachable for me, and hopefully for you too, one film at a time in a random order. Are you squeamish about horror movies? Look, I get it, and no worries. Just listen in, and we'll tell you everything that happens. But do you love horror movies? Well, that's great too. Watch along with us each week. We've got nearly 200 episodes covering everything from The Shining to Leprechaun 4 in Space. I'm serious. We go in a random order. So check out Random Horror 9 wherever you get podcasts. From P.